Transforming with T, the podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to tap in and listen to what I have to say. If this is your second time, if you're a returning listener, I want to extend a huge thank you for rocking with me. I want to thank you for sharing my podcast, for subscribing, and for listening. I'm glad that you are back, and I look forward to just connecting with you more. As you can tell by the title of this podcast, we are going to be talking about transformation triggers. We're going to be digging deep and we're going to be uncovering my transformation triggers specifically. And I'm going to just be navigating that conversation to show you what it looks like to identify your transformation trigger and what you can do with that moving forward. I like to define a transformation trigger as a moment in time or an experience that you've had that awakens you, that makes you stop and think, hey, Maybe I could do this better, or maybe I need to change the way that I do that. Or, you know, there's some part about me that needs to grow, evolve, transform. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and jump right into it. I mentioned this in my first episode, you know, just about how I've always wanted to be better in some way or another. Uh, the longing to just do better, love better, be a better friend, a better family member, even a better disciple of Christ, um, not only for myself, but for the benefit of others as well. The word of God tells us in Romans 12 and 2, don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect. So when I talk about transformation or transforming, I come from a place of believing that there is a better version of myself that is yet to be tapped into, you know, yet to be realized. I come from a place of knowing that there is so much more out there for me, that God has a plan and a purpose and realizing that in order for me to get to that, I need to grow, I need to transform, to not try and do things the way that everyone else does them, to look to God for my path. Essentially, I just need to be open to new ways of thinking and new perspectives. I mean, I know I'm nowhere near perfect. I struggle in many areas and with many things. Um, Some things I'm overcoming, some things I'm coming to terms with and accepting. Um, But all in all, you know, as I go on this journey, I'll be sharing some of those things with you guys. So even though I'm not perfect and I never will be, one thing I am is open to change. I love to think of myself as adaptable and I look forward to newness, whether it be new opportunities, new friends, new trips, new challenges, new anything from like home decor for the fall season to little outfits for Milo for his birthday or something like that. All in all, I'm on a journey to grow and evolve from where I currently am and into the greatness that God has for me. I've been walking on this transformative journey for quite some time now, and I'll be honest, it's not as easy as I thought it would be. You know, it sounds cool. I got a nice little cover art for my podcast. It's aesthetically pleasing, and it can be fun when you're connected to other people and you're doing life together. But there are some real tough times I've had to deal with on my own. I've spent many days and many nights in tears. I've had many sleepless nights, and even worse, just many reoccurring nightmares. I don't know if you guys have had like nightmares that just play over and over, sometimes for months at a time to years at a time, but if you have, then you know where I'm coming from. 
Um, I've even lost friends that I still love. I've been on the chase for the bag. Um, I've ended up in toxic work environments and decided to stay because I thought that defined me. Um, I thought that the money was what I really needed at the time. I'm not going to lie, though. The money was good. So I just felt like, why not? But one of the hardest things that I've had to do was to look in the mirror and realize that I didn't actually like who I was. Um, Choosing this journey means that I have to take the highs with the lows. It's choosing to look in the mirror to self-reflect, you know, call out the parts of me that need transformation. And more importantly, to be intentional about making it happen. Sometimes God reveals to us areas of ourselves we need to change, but other times things are just so plain, so simple, so clear that you don't even need God to tell you. You just really know. So to tap into it, to get into it, you know, the question we're here to answer today is what was my transformation trigger? What really uh, prompted me to come to terms with transformation? This is something I don't talk about a lot. Maybe my close friends might know. Um, about this part of my life but the thing that prompted me to transform was the last relationship I had while I was in college now hear me out I didn't come to terms with the fact that I needed to grow and change while I was in that relationship it wasn't until like after the relationship ended that I knew you know they say hindsight is 2020 I swear by that but back in 2018 I was in a relationship it was during my last year at ODU and to be honest it was not the best I thought I was in love. I thought everything was good. And that even in the bad times that it was going to be okay. Like it wouldn't always be bad. But in reality, it wasn't healthy. There were a lot of trust issues. There were a lot of outside influences on our relationship. There was a lot of insecurity and just so many other things. Um, It was also very overwhelming. I was in a relationship with a guy who was a few years older than me, a little bit more established than me. And There were expectations and needs that were placed on me, things that made it hard for me to just be myself and live my life like I should have been focusing on during that time. And lastly, it was just as simple as you can put it, it was toxic. And um, it wasn't until early 2018 that I realized how bad it was. Um, I had stopped thinking to myself that I just needed to try harder or do things differently, that I could fix this person, that I could save this person or save the relationship. My boyfriend at the time, he broke up with me, you know, sometime during spring. And shortly after that, summer rolled around and I had finished my last class at ODU that spring. So by the summertime, I had decided to move back home to Richmond. It seemed like such a small thing, like, okay, you're just moving back home. But for me, it was the best decision that I could have made. With space and time away from my ex, I was able to really sit and think about everything that happened. I wasn't being consumed or blinded by love and loyalty anymore. I I was able to see things through clear eyes. And in doing so, it made me realize parts about him that I should have never dealt with, that I shouldn't have settled for. Um, But it also made me realize things about myself that weren't good either. So... A few of the things that I realized were, one, I was very codependent. I wasn't always like this, but at some point, I started relying on my partner for things that I shouldn't have. You know, things like, what was I going to do for the day? Or how would I occupy my time? It was like I really relied on being with him and spending time with him in order for me to be happy or feel fulfilled. And, you know, that just wasn't the best 
for me and it was really hard to navigate. I was also insecure. I was insecure about the people that would come around. I was insecure about whether or not I was being a good girlfriend and living up to the standards that were set for me. And I was also really horrible at controlling my emotions and my anger. If I felt some type of way, it would show all over my face. You could tell that I was not okay. And sometimes I even acted on those emotions and it would make the environment very uncomfortable for me and my boyfriend and for everyone else that was around because it wasn't always like a private environment that I would sit and act on how I felt. My anger was actually so bad that while I was at ODU, one year I got into, I got into it with my roommate. I had got in trouble with housing and they made me go to counseling for anger management. I was like so upset. It was mandated by the school and everything. Like I thought they were tripping. Like I would go to see this man once a week in the counseling office and sit there and talk to him. And I was like, bro, I don't need to be here. Like I really wasn't trying to receive what was going on. But like I said, in hindsight, I actually did need it. And if I would have taken it more serious, I probably would have been better off. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know what they say or whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm better now. And I've, I've acknowledged that part of myself. So we're making progress. But with all of that being said, once I identified those parts of me that needed transformation, I was intentional about bringing it forth. I knew that if I remained the way that I was, that I wouldn't have any other successful relationships, you know, be it romantically or platonically. And at this point, I had already tarnished some friendships that I really wished I wouldn't have. Um, I knew that I would only be holding myself back if I didn't try and change. When you think about it, who really wants to be with someone like that? Someone who can't control their emotions, someone who is codependent or insecure, like whether it be your friend or your partner, like who really wants to be with someone like that? You know, it just when you look in the mirror, when you look at those type of situations, you're like, nah, let me go ahead and like separate myself from that type of person or that type of energy. But Fast forward, we get to fall of 2018, and that's when I realized that I have work to do. Um, I found a church in my city. I started going more frequently, and in doing so, I just saw God confirming and affirming the steps that I was taking. I even remember when the pastor did a series on managing our emotions God's way. Um, another series he did was on healthy relationships, and that was like later in 2019. So by the summer of 2019, I felt that push and that pull from God to just actively walk in transforming and to present the opportunities to others, knowing that I didn't have to do it alone. So I started hosting Transformative Tuesdays, the bi-weekly Bible study that I talked to you guys about in the first episode. It was a way for me to encourage others, but also for me to encourage myself. Um... That whole time frame of Transformative Tuesdays was really helpful for me. Um, it really helped me come to terms with where I was. And I had people that I could talk to about it and lean on. So that was great. But I also told myself that I needed a realistic way to hold myself accountable and to track my growth, to be cognizant of my efforts. And God placed it in my heart an activity that would do all of what I was asking for and more. So the first ever activity I did and what I shared with my friends was fostering a plant. It sounds weird, I know, but stick with me as I explain it. The logic here is that 
I assigned a part of myself or parts of myself, things that needed to be worked on, things that needed to transform, things that needed to improve. I assigned those areas to the seed. The seed represented the part of me that I was actively working to change, the area where I wanted and I needed to see growth. So as I fostered the plant, as I tended to it, it was a daily reminder for me to also tend to myself. So whenever I would water it, fertilize the soil, you know, ensure that it was receiving sunlight or moving it from the windowsill when it didn't need that much sunlight, overall just helping it to grow and thrive, that's when I would be sure to do the same thing for myself. Sometimes that looked like me reflecting, you know, praying or journaling. Other times I would be sure to talk to my friends and vent. Getting advice and different perspectives was helpful. And other times I would spend time in momentary solitude and I would develop practices that were good for me in my area of growth. I devoted this time and this energy into becoming better in order for me to transform. And there was one night where I was tested. I remember it vividly. Ooh, y'all, y'all, it, it, was, it was a night and I was out with my friends and I was talking to this guy and um, the, it was just a public altercation. And instead of engaging in it and carrying it forward and expressing myself the way that I would have, I decided to just like, woosah, like I did that whole like, and I toned it down and I said, I'm not going to do this here. I'm not going to do this now. And I walked away and I left. And that was such an amazing moment for me because normally if, if something is going on, I'm in it. I'm going to prove my point. I'm going, I'm going to get across what I want to say and how I feel. And so that was amazing for me because in that moment, I knew that I was growing. So I had left the occasion that I was at. I came home that night. And as I walked through the door, I saw my plant on the windowsill. I was so surprised when I had looked at it, y'all, it had actually like grown so much. Like, I think I left earlier that day and there wasn't like the slightest view of a plant or like of a leaf or anything, but it had sprouted, it had grown. And I just felt like that was my confirmation. I felt so proud of myself. And in that moment, I felt encouraged to just continue to work on myself and to keep going. Since then, I've been learning more about myself and I've been making intentional decisions to continue to grow and transform. I believe we all have areas where we can grow and improve. You know, for some people, it might be similar to the areas I had to grow in. You know, the insecurity, the controlling my emotions, the codependency. Um, for others, it may have to do with finances and spending your money. It might be forgiveness or friendships, even things like self-love. So if you feel that there is an area of yourself that God is urging you to transform, or even an area where you just know you need to do it, I want to challenge you to embrace that. I want to challenge you to be intentional about it and join me in our first ever activity. I will be starting activity number one, the planting parable. In this activity, you'll purchase a planting kit. And to make it easy, I actually um, linked some resources in my bio for where you can order yours. Um, by purchasing from the link in my bio, you will be supporting me as an Amazon influencer, but you're welcome to get yours from anywhere else you'd like. I think when I first got mine, I went to Walmart and gathered all the pieces like separately. But if you want to uh, make it easier on yourself, you can get the kit where everything comes together. So once you have your kit, 
Be sure to identify the parts of you that you'd like to transform and be sure to plant your seed as a representation of this. You want to pray over yourself. You want to pray over your seed and you want to ask God to transform your mind, your thoughts, your behaviors and your patterns. Um, you can definitely reference Romans 12 and 2 as scripture to support your prayer. And um, you want to also journal this down. Journal down the moment in time where you begin the activity and try to journal your progress or your efforts or even your downfalls, like the, the moments where you fall back or you slap back. Um, journal all of this down so that you can, you know, come back and visit it. And at the end of it all, you can have like, a little reminder of like where you started and where you come to. And lastly, remember to foster your plant, cultivate the environment, and more importantly, remember to do the same for yourself. This activity for me, although I've done it before, I'm doing it again. And this time around, I am planting a new seed to represent uh, discipline in my spiritual growth, but also discipline in my financial spending and stewardship and even more so discipline in my health and fitness. I am struggling there right now. Um, I feel like this is where I'm at and I think a seed for discipline is going to be helpful for me. There's a cute little quote that says, when gardeners garden, it is not just the plants that grow, but the gardener themselves. So with that being said, I want to leave you all with a scripture. Um, let me pull it up really quickly. It is Mark 4, chapter 4, verses 13 and 20. Mark chapter 4, verses 13 through 20 um, talks about Jesus' responses to his disciples. Um, prior to him responding to his disciples, he, he tells a parable of the farmer scattering the seed. And a parable is just a simple story used to illustrate a moral decision or a spiritual lesson. And in that parable, Jesus talks about um, the way that the farmer scatters the seeds, the way that the farmer plants the seed. And at the end of the parable, at the end of the story that he tells to everyone who's around, his disciples come to him and they ask him, what does the parable mean? And Jesus responds to them with, Verse 13, then Jesus said to them, if you can't understand the meaning of this parable, how will you understand all of the other parables? The farmer plants seed by taking God's word to others. The seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have Satan come at once and take it away. The seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they don't last long. They fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing God's word. The seed that fell among the thorns represents others who hear God's word, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of this life, the lure of wealth, and the desire for other things. So no fruit is produced. And the seed that fell on good soil represents those who hear and accept God's word and produced a harvest of 30, 60, or even a hundred times as much as had been planted. I leave this scripture with you all to say, if you feel like God is speaking to you and he's telling you to plant a seed for the part of yourself that you need to transform, you should listen to that and you should do it. Be sure that you are planting it in good soil, in good faith, and 
see where God takes it from there. I'm so glad to have been able to share with you all a little bit more about me. I pray that in my transparency and in my truthfulness, that it was encouragement for you all, that it gives you the confidence you need to identify your transformation trigger. I want to thank you again for tuning in and, you know, just returning to hear what I have to say or for anyone tuning in for the first time. You know, I really, really, really appreciate the support that I'm getting. And ultimately, I'm just glad to be sharing with you guys something of substance, something that I pray can help and encourage you all. Last thing I want to say is just be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore T Rob if you don't already. And visit the link in my bio to get the resources for our first activity. Also, feel free to message me and let me know that you're in, that you're doing the activity. And feel free to just text me or DM me or whatever the case may be. If you need some encouragement, if you need you know, to hear my story again, to figure out like how to navigate your journey and transformation. So with all that being said, thank you guys again for tuning in to Transforming with T the Podcast. I'm so glad to have you on this journey with me and I will talk to you guys soon.